You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hey, Paul. Hey, Tiana. How's it going today? It's uh, going good, actually. Really oh, good. Oh, yeah. that's really good to hear. Yeah, except for I dropped I dropped uh, 20 pounds of pre-cooked rice. <gasps> no. Yeah, you have to be asking yourself, Paul, why do you have 20 pounds of pre-cooked rice? Uh, yeah, that's the other question. That's <laughs> a lot of rice. Well, it's a long story. Uh, but the short the short version of it is, is as you know, I cook at the shelter. I used mm-hmm. to, for, for everybody who's listening, or one listener, I, I'm a, <laughs> I used to be a cook, chef, in another life many, many years ago. And he's an amazing chef. And I, Our and employees it, have tried out some of Paul's fares. Uh-huh. Very good. So I'm working on uh, Thai, fried, Thai basil fried rice, and um, I'm doing it for the ladies tonight. And uh, I, I need to cook the rice in advance. It's just easier. The ladies at the women's shelter? For the, for the ladies at the women's shelter. Oh, that's and, awesome. um, and I picked it up this morning, and, and I, I, I dropped half of it. So What are you going to do? I'll, I'll figure more it out. More rice? I'm going to make more rice. He's leaving right after this podcast and making up rice. This is the th- <laughs> this is the third time I've cooked this rice. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm breaking the whole thing down. I, I've got it figured out. I've got yeah. the right ingredients and everything. And for those of you who want the recipe, no. <laughs> oh. Just ask for it. In the, yeah, in the I comments, think we should just shift gears. It. This now is going to become a cooking podcast. Let's go to a yeah. cooking podcast. Share your recipes. I, I did. I found the secret, and I'm, I'm willing to share the little, you know, the stuff you have to buy to do it if anybody cares. Okay. All right. Let's Get into Our what the hell just will figure out if yeah. we drop a link to yeah. a recipe. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. So what the hell just happened? Yeah. What the hell just happened in HR? Okay. Here's a situation. This is one that we saw recently come up. Um, one of our members and pretty common situation. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to just pose it to you um, to get your input on this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in dental practices particularly, mm-hmm. they're trying to present a certain image of oral health. Of course. And they find out that this new hire that they just brought on board is a smoker. Okay. And they're not crazy about this Common idea. problem, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they were really wanting to know, do we have to keep this person employed mm-hmm. if they smoke? I mean, is that an illegal reason for separation mm-hmm. or is there anything we can do about this? Because they don't want this person smoking. They don't want this person being seen out in the community smoking either. So they're even, okay, I get it. So they're like, not only are they concerned about what happens at work, they're saying if this person is seen smoking mm-hmm. someplace else, that reflects poorly on the practice. Yep. I think that second one is a little bit of a reach. I do understand mm-hmm. where they're, I do understand where they're coming from. First of all, if we're going to solve this problem, and Tiana, you, Tiana knows this, but for everybody who's listening, different states have different rules about this. So in some states, you could That's pretty true. much operate with impunity here. And when I say operate with impunity, you just make your decision and you could let that employee go. Mm-hmm. Not to be mistaken with at-will employment. You don't have to give a reason or any of that stuff. I'm not going to go down that hole. Mm-hmm. But in this case, there's no protection for them around this. Like there's no protection for having um, dyed blue hair. Right. Now, if not you, a protected class. There's, it's not yeah. a protected class. But if your, uh, you know, if your employee is sixty-five and they dye their hair and it turns blue, you might have you ah. may you may have some other things going there's on. Another there. layer there. Oh yeah. God. I, okay. Let's not go down there. All right. <laughs> we could do this all day. We could do this all day. <laughs> and then and but and okay. All right. So um, so we'd have to look at the different state laws to see mm-hmm. if there's anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if there's protection there, then merely firing them or making a hiring decision not to hire them based mm-hmm. off of their status as a uh, tobacco smoker or not, mm-hmm. um, if there's a law there that could prevent it, then you, you need to be careful about that. But there is yeah. some protection that is never there. Mm-hmm. So no law anywhere says you can do something like smoke cigarettes and you can come in smelling like cigarettes. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've had this come up in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had it come up in the Midwest like 15 years ago. It mm-hmm. was a livestock issue and a very valued member of the team who had just come on and she was wonderful, everything about her. But she fed her horses every morning, and she wa- and somehow that smell was coming with her. Oh. And so she smelled like horses. She smelled like livestock. And so I've seen yeah. many, many different variations of it. So, look, a smell is a smell is a smell, mm-hmm. and a, um, a medical practice, dental mm-hmm. or otherwise, um, has a right to regulate those smells, and, and they do it. Perfumes, you know, all sorts of things. You That's guys, a really good example. Perfumes yeah, too. You know, it might be the opposite situation, yep. but if you've got a patient that's right up, you know, close to right. somebody giving them service and they've got allergies, that kind of thing, it could trigger those. Yeah, you're in somebody's yeah. mouth and we've all mm-hmm. been there. Um, you know, when someone's, you know, I'll say it reeked of smoke. I mean, you know, it, 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 I mean, I, I had this, uh, I, I'm just thinking about it because I said reeked of smoke. It was, it was a campfire, it, not campfire, but they um, heated their home with a, Wood, wood stove and they would come in smelling like the smoke and you know what in that instance people didn't have any trouble just saying hey you smell like wood smoke or hey you smell like the horses and they're like i didn't know i mean you know yeah you, you become a the 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 employee becomes oblivious to the smell we, mm-hmm. we all do to right. the smells are around us it makes a lot of sense so um in this instance we check the state if there wasn't anything in the way, they could make that decision to let that employee go based off of all of those things, the mm-hmm. off duty behavior. They don't want them. They want anybody to see them smoking at work. They don't want them. They just don't want to be associated with someone who smokes. So that raises another question. Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything that an employer in that situation could consider before they terminate this employee? Well, I, I think that I would love to see, the, um, I would, my mom's 85 years old. Mm-hmm. She had a stroke two years ago and she's still smoking. And mm. I really wish that somewhere along the way we could have stopped that. And I was raised mm. in Eastern North Carolina where both my grandparents had tobacco farms. Oh, I have yeah. been covered in tobacco gum, what they call it, tobacco gum from, from harvesting tobacco <laughs> from head to toe. Oh, my goodness. I, I, uh, you know, I was in industries before where there was lots of smoking. And as a young person, I did smoke. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it, it was so difficult to stop. So well, I, it was really common back then it too, was and widely common. accepted, it, you know, and that's something that's shifting a lot. Oh, nowadays. well, I mean, it's, yeah. com- it's completely yeah. shifted, but mm-hmm. you know, I didn't work at a dental office. I didn't, right. you know, it doesn't I, pose a conflict of interest when you're working in the music industry no, or, or restaurant or industry working or, in a restaurant yeah. or a bar or whatever it mm-hmm. is, you know, or, or simply just, you know, being a, um, you know, any member of team where there's not not a conflict there, but mm-hmm. but coming back to this um, to this your question, I and the reason why I shared all that with everybody mm-hmm. is that I you know I know how hard it is to get get off of this drug, mm-hmm. and this could be your opportunity, especially as a medical professional, to at mm-hmm. least offer some support around it, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's that extra bit of attention that we give to someone just 
human to human, Mm -hmm. where we say, you know, you're doing a good job here, but we've got a really serious issue. And we've made a choice not to work with people who smoke Mm -hmm. or who smell like smoke or who are smoking away and give them all your, all your reasons. Mm -hmm. But we would support you in trying to quit. And we know it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you like to try to quit? I'd like to buy you the patches. I'd like to send you to the hypnosis um, place. I'd like to, I'd like to try to help you get through this. And I even know that you might have relapses. So now how do you feel about someone who's trying, if if they say, yes, you know, actually I have such a hard time finding a good job. I love this job. Mm -hmm. The pay is good. I, this is what I want to do. You know, this is, I I love this week or two that I've been here. I, I love that approach. Yeah, that's a really great approach. Uh, it's a human it's a human approach. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about it, putting the human back in human resources too, what does that do when you extend this opportunity to an employee? It builds a lot of trust too. And especially if they quit smoking, they yep. make like a positive lifestyle change that they were supported through. And and you could be there as they relapse and go mm-hmm. back and forth, but still you can hold them accountable around mm-hmm. can't smoke on campus, can't smell like smoke. Um, you can't, you, I'm just telling you, unless you're going to go out at lunch and smoke a cigarette and then go take a shower and mm-hmm. then change and then not, you know. Yeah. You, and I, that's yeah. a really important point, I think. And that's exactly where our Cedar handbook can mm-hmm. benefit individuals, you yep. know, and especially if you're out there and you don't have a handbook, our policies surrounding smoking will clarify that this is a smoke-free environment and you are not to smell like smoke while you are are at work. So you have to take every measure possible to be able to free yourself from that smell. And the funny thing, Paul, I've actually heard from members before. There was one doctor who was like, I found out that my office manager I had for 40 years was a smoker and he never knew. She would put a hairnet on, she would put gloves on, she would have like breath mints and stuff ready whenever she like came back inside. She didn't smoke during the day either. It was just like before her shift and after. So we just ran into her (laughs) at an event like out on the street and he was like, oh my gosh, she said they're smoking a cigarette. Well then, you know, do you care? If you don't know, do you care? And most of the time if we don't know, we care. So I Mm -hmm. I just caught us about about judging people about what they do when they're not at work when it's not illegal Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing is she's not doing anything illegal and like maybe try to help and you know what Mm -hmm. you could make this offer she look you dead in the eye and go yeah that's not gonna work i've tried it i'm a smoker i i don't care and and now you know and now you've made your best effort and it's easy to say to her well you know i'm 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 we're gonna have to part ways with you but you know just just kind of, you know, this is one of those things. It's, it's, it comes up a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would add, definitely check in with an HR advisor that you trust or an attorney just to make sure that you are not in one of the rare states where smoking might actually be considered a protected consideration. Yep. Um, to my knowledge right now, it's only like one or two states that okay. that applies to. But yeah, and you know, and I think the other takeaway here is, it's definitely easy to control what happens on premises. You know, that's what you do have control over and you can start there first. And ultimately you might get to a place where it's not a good cultural fit, but that's something to look into. Well, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Are, are mm-hmm. you going to be, are you going to be offended uh, because your, your, your dress code is a certain way. And if you see somebody, maybe what you consider to be not appropriately dressed for work away from work, are you going to enforce that on them too? Oh, I that's mean, a good analogy. Are you, are you just how, where, where does this stop? So I like for people to get away from that. It's bad for our reputation 
for things like this. There are certain circumstances, see episode about I hired a stripper and a porn star without realizing it. There are certain circumstances where what someone's doing (laughs) off-duty could reflect poorly on your business within the community. Maybe that's something you want to look into. Yeah, but that's a different episode. Um, So, okay. Well, this is awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. This really like cleared up, yeah, some misconceptions here. It was really helpful for me too, just for us to talk this out. Yeah, great question. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened? Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.